Igor. Dial 1-800-555 here. Yes, master. And Igor, no calls. Listen carefully. For the next two hours, you're going to experience mind program entry. That's a powerful force, not unlike hypnosis. Transmitted through the television's blanking signal. It's going to alter your reality. Who the hell are you? Take this seriously, Michael. You'll be watching a brutal murder through the eyes of a killer, and you'll affect his actions. It won't be pretty. No kidding. There is one limitation. You must stalk and kill within the time limit of the program. Like a video game, right? Video games are ancient history. This is the first disc in a series of four. If time runs out, you'll not be allowed to play the next disc. That could be extremely dangerous. Do not let that happen. One final detail. You must think like a killer. Cover up any clues. Leave no witnesses, no evidence. And most importantly, enjoy the fear. This is Peter, and you're listening to the Night Party Podcast. I hope you enjoy it, because I don't. Another edition of the Knife Party Podcast, Concast, Knife Party Podcast, where we leave it all on the cutting room floor. I'm, of course, your illustrious host, Zach Evergreen. And once again, joined by my podcasting brother associated with Slimark Radio, but now turned collector, Jonathan Fallen of Hoodcast AF. Take this seriously, Zachary. I will. This is not just a normal video game. It's not? This is a movie starring the fur dog. Hey, brother, what's Another up, movie where the fur dog has no mother or she is confirmed dead, maybe. What's? Another movie where let's, the fur dog's mother is gone. Let's Imagine that. Let's get into this. Hold on. Wait. Before this, we got to make a pack. Best Buds Forever? Best Buds Forever. Best Buds Forever. Best Buds Forever. We do a little pinky thing there. Touch pinky. Um... Okay, so first off, I'd like to apologize that my equipment kind of just fell apart. Operator error, possibly, but um, this is known on the show. Uh, Why does Edward Furlong always have a mother issue in every, almost almost every... Everyone go to Terminator 2, right? Mother issues. Yeah, but but, I mean, she lives 
in but that she movie. wasn't raised by his mother really. He learned a lot of tactical warfare, preparing for the. Well, end remember, of the world. remember, he had his stepdad in Nicaragua who taught him That's how true. to work on Uncle um, Bob, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Terminator would never hit him or beat him or drink too much. He was the only sane choice in an insane world. Why do we always get Edward Furlong with mommy issues? So how about uh, Pet Cemetery 2? Also great film. Yes. Love it. Pet Cemetery 2 is one of the only... Okay, there's a few... His se- mama's dead, and she also says, it's better, stay with me in the fire. It's better. Dude, let me tell you one thing. In the early 90s, sequels were better than the original at times. Mm-hmm. I think that some of them were more campy, but they were still funner. I think Pet Cemetery Two is better than the original. I think so too, and people are going to hate me for that. No, they won't. I think that they do because they love Gage and, and Creed well, and all that fuck, shit. Fuck that, because most people like Terminator Two better than Number One. Well, let me tell you this way, and I like sometimes Part Two's a better. Sometimes Part Two's a better. <laughs> Look, Pet Cemetery Two has so much going for it. Better actors, better story. Better boobies. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> we have wolf boobies in that movie. Yes, wolf boobies. Count them. One, two. They're there. They're there. Absolutely. There they are. I know what I like. I like wolf boobies. You know, just when you think you're about the jacket in a horror movie, no, wolf wolf no. face comes down like a no, werewolf no, like, bitch. Like ah. you're, you're grabbing, she's on top, you're having a great time, and, and then wolf Wolf and it's the, the dude from ER. He's like humping this wolf. Oh, we also have the guy from Shawshank Redemption in that too. Yes, the guard, uh, uh, Drew, buddy. I yeah, forgot he's, my he's keys. The, uh, the, Gus, Gus Gifford. Yeah, I forget his name. He Gus was in Gifford. That final season of Dexter, which sucked. His name is ass. something weird, like Michael Brown. He's got like a weird. Nah, I've, I've, it's like Clancy Brown. It's it's something Brown. I think it's exactly Clancy Brown. It probably is. It's like Clancy something. So we're talking. He looks rain. like a Clancy. So you're hanging out, and we're sitting around. I go, dude, you can't come over and and not do an episode with me. And um, instead of watching a movie and taking notes about it, I just thought, like, whenever you're over, it's just great to talk about a movie that we know. Yeah. And instead of like really critiquing it, just kind of like commenting on it because no one's going to go out there and watch Brain Scan. If Why not? Seen it's it, free on YouTube, dude. If you've seen Brain Scan, you know Brain Scan. Look, it's not the greatest film ever made, but it's definitely entertaining. And it's if you're a Fur Dog fan like we are, we yeah. love Fur Dog films. Yeah. I don't know why. Hey. Fur Dog gives devastating performances in films, like where I just in an I'm enamored by the guy. I don't know why. Jonathan Like Crow Fallen. 4, I hate it. Crow John- 4 is terrible, but yet. Jonathan. I still won't watch it, but I will watch it out of comedy. But his earlier movies in the 90s are great. Jonathan Fallen. I Como you. estas, mi amigo? Como estas, mi amigo? How bueno are you doing? Hold on, I need a vape. <laughs> How you doing, buddy? Uh, you're doing those stizzies? Yeah. Uh, no, I haven't seen you in a minute, bro. Hold on, I need a vape. Okay. Stop braping for a minute, bro. I, 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 do you? I mean, it's twenty dollars an autograph. I mean, for you, I'll give it to you. Hold on, I need a vape. Dude, he charges way more than that now. You think so? Did you, Did you see that guy? There's this overweight weight dude. Um, that his followed, manager? No, it's just this weird guy who documents everything he does. 
Really? It's not me? <laughs> no, it's not. This guy does not look like you. Okay, thank God. There's this dude. So Edward, Wait, wait, I don't look like Furlong either, thank God. So Edward Furlong is working on a movie that he's producing. He's producing it himself? Yeah. What, and So did he stop the heroin and all that stuff? I don't know, because he's way too fat. I, I, he's way too fat, dude. For heroin. Uh, he just has like one of those vape devices, and it's not like the robot cock I used to suck on. It's like it looks like a bong, and he's like just constantly vaping and chewing Nicorette gum at the same time. Wow, dude! Yeah, he's all in. He's all all well, in. I mean, dude, he's not on Look, drugs. Look, one of these things gotta work, man. You gotta cheese him hey, up. Hey, why you make fun of the way I talk, bro? I'm just trying to be out here He's not, and I'm doing my You're not own trying art. to stop the end of the world. You're trying to stop smoking. Bro. <laughs> Listen, man, every time you are talking, you don't know the creative process that I go through. I do because I've heard your album. And by the way, if you don't think that's a good Ed Furlong fucking imitation, listen to his fucking album and listen to his fucking is is it's his pretty interviews. close. Oh, bro, you have zero idea what I go through on a daily. And you're like, ew. That's, that's the I way you really sound. I don't really want to know, but I do want to know. I want to watch a reality show starring the fur dog. So you do know about the dirty dogs, right? Yeah, I heard about the dirty dogs. It's a script I'm writing. Okay. It's right. a, it's Edward Furlong and uh, Corey Feldman. So this is like Entourage, but except for like all these like low-rent actors, they're child stars, but are still, you no, know. Actually, it's a sequel of Tombstone. <laughs> you almost made me spit claw. <laughs> Holy fuck. This is that the okay kid corral. It's it's after the events of Tombstone and it No. No. Dude, I'm writing this movie. Yeah, I'm I'm quoting the original Tombstone. I know. No. <laughs> no. And he yeah, doesn't get shot. I'm shooting fur dogs. <laughs> and fell dogs. I'm telling you, it's gonna take me at least three years to write. And it's going to be the most perfect script ever. It's going to be so good. Well, I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're talking brain scan. Let me let me paint this picture. Okay. When I've look, you I got you know what? I'm shutting down my mic right now. You go ahead. I didn't see this in the theater at all. I didn't even know this movie existed. I didn't even know Fur Dog was doing other movies, but because the only ones that I've seen at the time, blank were, check. He wasn't in blank check, know, dude, you motherfucker. Joke. That's the joke, though, is we always say it's blank <laughs> check, or we say it's the dude from Mikey, or we say it's the, the- Right. The kid from Mikey, I don't know what else he's done. Blank check? He was in blank check, yes. That wasn't Culkin, right? Culkin was uh, uh, Richie Rich. Yeah, but we always say that they're all the same guy. They're all kind of similar. It's like, you know Macaulay Culkin from Home Alone. Who's going to win in a fight? The gang of blank check kid and also Mikey is the same dude and Macaulay Culkin. And he and the Culkin's got all the Culkin. Kieran Culkin, they're all in a gang. Then you have all the dogs. Fur dog, fell dog, hame oh, dog. If you got the dogs? And they all got to go to brawl. Dude. Or they're all just going to hang out and do drugs together. <laughs> 
Okay, I say they all hang out and do drugs, and I say Mikey wins because- Whatever it is, I want to watch it. Mikey's the kind of guy that would get poured a drink and like throw it behind his back. See ya, champ. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. If you haven't seen- We need to do Mikey. We really- I cannot do that with anybody else but you. It's, it's, that movie is so fucking just out of left field. Mikey is a great movie for a kid to see because it's- it's not that you want to kill your parents and kill these people, but I he cannot. gets away with it, and you're like, yeah, yeah. Did, did you see- It's actually, the real blank check. Did you really actually is. see the real uh, Mikey uh, cover art for it when he's got a backpack, and there is a Jason mask and a Freddy glove at his backpack, and he's turning around and goes, even Jason and Freddy were kids at one point. Yes, I have seen that, and I, I don't. And it's like a play off the uh, Sleepaway Camp Part Two. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is the exact same fucking same cover. Thing. Yep. By the way, do you, I was talking about this with Antonius. Do you think Sleepaway Camp would be canceled today? No, I think it's uh, or pro- celebrated. Celebrated, absolutely celebrated. If those people of that culture knew about it, they don't. However, because it it's shocking. an obscure horror It movie. was shocking at the time. Yes, very shocking. I mean, she has a severed head that she carves slowly. It's not like a, a clean cut. Well, it's, the whole movie, there's no gore. There's no nothing. They just allude to that she shoved a do, a curling iron up like her hot do, enemy's do, do you, badge. Do you, you don't re- see it. Do you realize? Then at the end, you see full-blown penis. Yes, we do. Uh, do, do you realize, though, that... The original Sleepaway Camp and the original Friday the 13th are almost the same movie about how it's filmed. Uh, a little no, because it's always through the killer's First person, eyes. Yes, yes. And yes. It, and it's always like, what are you doing here? Why are you here? Ah! ah! You and can't do that on television. Oh, wrong show. Well, they were both Canadian. Yes. Okay. Anyway, oh, that's a dog and brain scan. Well, here it is. And I've never seen any other fur dogs, mm-hmm. you know, movies. Wait a minute. Was this our second fur dog movie that we've ever seen? No, third. You didn't see Fletch, did you? I did see Fletch, and I also seen Three what, Blind Mice. What was your second movie that you saw with the fur dog? This is my second I, the, movie. The one that I knew, that I knew it was Besides him. Besides Terminator, obviously. So it was Terminator 2. Was That's when I'm first introduced to the fur dog. All and I'm right. like, this kid is cool. He's got his own Terminator. He's got cool hair. And your I hair. I tried to get the haircut Let, Hold constantly. on, hold on, hold on. We Stop the bike. We, tr- Stop we both the bike. tried to get Stop the haircut. Stop the bike. Remember, we Stop went around the, the corner from that very Stop. house we're in right now. Jesus Christ. And we walked to the haircut no, no, no. place. And we go, you, we want this we, haircut. We, we showed a picture of fur dog. We, and they both... Like we both got our haircuts in the same fashion, we got but it. our hair is a little bit. Yours is mine more curly. Is more curly. Mine they is gave... wavy, but I couldn't get the exact fur. I had to put hella they... gel to get so, the fur off. So the level is at the left. It's longer than the right. And mm-hmm. I remember when I got mine done, they're like, "We can't do that. So we're just gonna like shave the sides of your head and make you look as good as possible." And we both walked out looking like giant penises. Uh, well, mine was more frizzy. And then, like, I looked at you, and you looked at me, and we're like beeves and butthead just looking stupid. And I go, like, dude, I'm going to get laid way more than you. <laughs> and we were 11. No, not 11. Sorry. We were, no, like, we 13 were... and 15. Yeah, something like something that. Something like that. I don't know. I don't even know if I was 15 then. I, no, I think, I I think you were, because this was uh, out, out um, of the battered, battered woman's shelter. So I was over. Yeah, yeah. It was a. 
Yeah, it was about that. So I was about 12, you were about 14. Well, anyways, fast forward, when did this movie come out? 94? Um, No, uh, I think this was 90... You might be right about 94. Hold on, let me look it up. So Brain Scan is a movie, and what I mean by a very experimental movie, which this was... It was kind of about the dangers and horrors of what can happen with kids that were really in. It was nineteen ninety four, April twenty second. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Um. It this movie was about the culture of horror movies, and this was pre obviously uh, uh, Columbine, but it was like if your kids are in horror movies, this is kind of what can happen in video games, and this really was the uh tipper gore kind of thing of oh video games video games violent. is gonna yeah exactly in horror movies but this also incorporated like the ai like where's ai going with this how can you separate the realism from the fakeness of a video game yeah i get the tipper gore thing but it's also it like because the trickster is part of the video game and he's also fur dog himself kind of yes that they allude to but they never connect that really until the end one thing i really like about this movie this movie is 29 years old can you believe that wow 30 years of fur dog um we start off with the dog and he's in the rain crawling to his mother who just got in a car accident great opening scene oh my god i did not expect this great at all and you know, he's got these scars on him, and his dad's rich, and he's got a robot butler, kind of like Bodo, but not Bodo, but and almost. We've covered Bodo on we've this covered podcast. Bodo. So if you know Bodo, he has a robot butler, too. He does. As in a monkey and also his computer. Good morning, Bodo. Exactly. Um, Igor. Which the voice of Igor, his butler, which is automated, yes, was also done by T. Ryder Smith, who plays the trickster. Now, T. Ryder Smith- Does he also do the uh, phone? Um, yeah, he's the voice of everything. So he does a lot of stuff in here. And originally, like he did a bunch of different voices, but his his own idea was to do uh, Boris Karloff's Igor. You know, from the original fucking Frankenstein. I didn't know that was the same guy. Yes, master. Dial five 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 three. What you know? He so he did like just a cheesy voice, and then he did a bunch of other cool voices that they didn't use for the Igor character. Now the funny thing about this movie though is when this came out, I mean, we were playing magic cards, we were getting into D and D, and I remember when this came out. We rented it from Blockbuster, so it was like at least a year later. We didn't even know this movie came out. But but what I mean is. So we were playing D&D and stuff. We are playing also like Wizardary and everything else. And we're like, this is the game we want to play. Like as... It sounds so cool. It As kids, when you actually see the game going on in this movie, and it takes no special effects. But here's the thing, like... With those discs and stuff he, like that looked like brains and he put them in, remember like we had cartridge, we had SNES, you know, yeah. and, and Sega Genesis. Yes. We didn't have 3DO and all that other shit. Well, it w the technology and, was out, but it was terrible. It was like Night night Trap or whatever. Right, but I thought that, you know, of course it's just a movie, and I thought that maybe that those discs could do something like that where you could watch in real time as you killed someone not like put you in a trance but like you could like i thought not playing night because i never played night trap back then yeah 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 and i thought you could actually walk around and it, it shoots it like a video screen kind of like mortal Kombat, but first person i just 
I just remember we were playing, for whatever reason, we were playing Wizardary. This is before we really got into role-playing games. We were playing, like, uh, Magic and everything. And the reason why I bring up games is this movie is about video games, if you will. But it's not. Um, I always just... It really connects. I think this movie, like, a lot of people did not like it. Siskel and Eber hated it. But also, they're not gamers. And well, we grew up I, in a gaming age where we are gamers. And we love horror. So when this movie connects to you, like where you're in the game yes. almost, and it's like a trip, whether it's real or not, that's fucking cool. I just remember we were playing at the same time when you rented this, we were playing Wizardary, and you're going through a hall and you're kind and of deciding your actions. Nintendo and game or Super Nintendo game? It was Super Nintendo game, but Wizardary 5. And it was mostly text, you know? It was, but it was- Scary as fuck, though. It was very, yeah, because it's- dark and everything else this was the first ever real if you will this movie was a role-playing game as a serial killer i mean nowadays right now anyone could pick up skyrim and just go i'm going to be a serial killer i'm going to kill every single and person i did i did right but that was my mission. at the time completed at the time right <laughs> at the time there was nothing like this and this movie puts you in the place of as the fur dog, or at least we're not sure yet, right? Hold but, on, let me let me poise this question. Okay, do you think we connected it with it because we we love the fur dog back then, and now that we connected with more because we connect with the main character, the fur dog? He's a great actor. I, I think, think I think the latter. I think it's because. Is he not likable in this? No, it's not that. I think it's that we connected with the fur dog because we were the outcasts at our school. We didn't go to school together, but I know for a fact, like, definitely outcasts. I used yeah. to hang out with like the Latina chicks. I used to hang out with like there was no goth kids at my school. I used to hang out with like whoever would hang out with me. I was a loner. I was the first kid to wear makeup at school, like in goth style. So, gay. so yeah. I never wore makeup. I did paint my nails because that's badass. I was trying to get a chick, so. Yeah, the girl I fucked a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Something, Nicole. And, and other chicks. Something, Nicole. I think it was, I, it was also after her, too. So I was still continuing. I'm just saying hi to Nicole. Jesus Christ. All right, great. So in this, in this movie, um... It's partially like a role-playing game, but also partially like a hypnotic experience. Um, in Fangoria, which is a magazine you got me into, but it was all like, uh, I, obviously you know what Fangoria is if you're listening. Actually, you know what? A lot of people probably don't because they're Horror too movie young. magazine. Yeah. yeah, there used to be a horror movie magazine called Fango. They even call it Fango in here, but... Uh, they have like an ad in this game called like the scariest experience, and it's a disc, and you bring it home and you put it in your DVD player. It did it's not even a DVD? You, know, you want to know the fun fact? What that Fangoria issue that they look at that has the fake brain scan? Yeah, ad, I had that. It's a real ma uh, Fangoria magazine. I had that, but it's from 1990, dude. I bought that shit. It's from when 1990. eBay, when eBay came out, I when when it was. I bought that shit, and it did not have the brain scan thing in it. But that's one of the weird things about the movie. That Fangoria issue came out in 1990, and, and this movie came out in 94. And How's that, a brain scan ad in there? And also- By the way, do you know what that Fango uh, 
was about is was um fucking uh total recall. Oh yeah, yep. Yep. Any special it was. Cuz I had that at one point. Here's also a thing like another fun fact about the film that what, the they spleen? get wrong. Oh. So he uses the area code for his phone number. I think it's like 715. No, I think it's like 717. Yeah, 717, which is a Pennsylvania area code. But when he gets the Fangoria shit in his mail and he's checking through the letters on his mail, he lives in New Jersey. So it's a weird thing. I, I don't know why that happened. Maybe the script was written. They never changed that when they did the filming location Possibly. and shit, you know. But, yeah, some little Well, shit I there. mean, there's not, like, a, a lot of continuity errors in this movie. I mean, it does have... There's its- some great points, like, that are just really weird when you really think about it. So they got Dracula, Frank Langella. He played one of the better main Jack- Draculas. And he's the main detective. But he... He beats down the fur dog with words, man. Like, that dude is fucking great. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Let's but start then he puts on these grandma let's, glasses. Let's, let's, hold on. Let's kind of start. Hold on. Let's the start. grandma glasses are great. Let's start from the beginning. All right. So Dracula can only wear grandma glasses and get away so with it. Eddie Furlong goes to school. He doesn't have Budnick as his friend. He's got another guy who's kind of like Budnick. Dude, they got a Budnick lookalike who took yes. play. His name is Kyle. Fuck you, Kyle. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, Kyle looks and almost like Budnick. And he's got a girl he's into, and he's got the horror movie club where, like, during recess or whatever, they watch horror movies, and the principal's after him and says, like... Consider the horror club band. Yeah, exactly. And he goes, what is that? And he goes, it's the ball gliders. Uh, the- <laughs> Wait, hold on. I want to know. What is it? Is it the gore? Is it the sex? Is it the rape, the violence? Yeah, they he gives in the uh, you know, people bro, rape people. It's just, it's, or erections it's, rape people. People rape people. It's, uh, so we get this whole kind of his lines are great though. They are Written very cool. They're they're fur dog is written like the coolest guy you want to be. So we we get this whole kind of thing about about the dog, and uh, we we figure out that. You know, his injuries and the loss of his mother have put him down in this kind of like spiral where he has a group of friends. He can't talk to girls, even though girls like him in this movie. And he has a horror club, but he shows off movies and announces the movie and then that's it. Yeah. And uh, he is a smart kid and his dad is like incredibly rich he lives in in the attic even though he doesn't need to be and he's got like a gamer chair and also, this is back in the 90s where if you're into horror and like you constantly talk about horror girls are going to be like well that dude's a little weird even though even if they do like horror here and there well remember, nowadays remember, girls are going to be like oh if if a guy wants to talk to me who's in the horror i'm in i got tattoos well, remember, of freddie they, and they jason even, they even say in this movie when the detective asks him they go they described you as frightening. Frightening. What they say? Frightening. Yeah. I don't know. It's uh you know what? Should we play the trailer? Yeah, let's 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 hear the trailer. Alright. Hopefully I don't fuck this up. It's great because like we went into this movie when we rented it from Blockbuster. Blind. Blind. Oh shit. Here we go. Not knowing anything. Now that I have your attention. Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Trickster. What was that film you were watching? Death, death, death. Death, death, death. Part two. 
Partip. Oh, Lord. Michael's seen it. Go for it, man. Done it. Played it. it sounds like Love a comedy. Played them all. It does. And just when he thought he'd die of boredom. Brain scan. The ultimate experience in interactive terror. Never leave home without it. <laughs> You're in the game, man. You're in control. You must think like a killer. Cover up any clues. Leave no witnesses, no evidence. A challenge he can't resist. It was so real. It was sick. See, I told you, man. I told you it would blow your mind. A game he can't escape. There was a grisly murder in the quiet suburban town of Mountview today. So you did it. The Rob what Zombie movie ruins it's it. not a game it anymore. It does. to the table. It's real. It wasn't supposed to be real! Real, unreal, what's the difference? I didn't kill the man. I didn't even know him. You're in this now. You won't survive on your own. Ah! You started this and now you're afraid to finish it just like you're afraid of everything else. Edward Furlong, Frank Langella, and introducing T. Ryder Smith as the trickster. Brain scan. I can't wait to see what you do next. This trailer does not sell the movie. It doesn't. And but you, you can know what it's marketing at. It's yeah. marketing at like 1990s metalhead gamers type but of shit. The greatest thing about this movie, though, is you get this sad story of Edward Furlong, and then him and his buddy are looking for through Fangoria magazine, and there's this new game out there. My life, dude. Called Brain Scan, right? And there's no DVD player. He puts it in like a weird. Uh, it's hooked up to his monitor, like his t television, but it's like a. Um, He's technologically advanced where like, yeah. everything's hooked up. He can yeah. he has like Alexa hooked up, but he calls it Eagle. Yeah, exactly. This shit was already invented back then for and, him and, somehow. And, and he puts it into his computer and it goes straight up and he's in a gamer chair, which I didn't even think they exist then. They did. And he gets hypnotized and all of a sudden we get a flash cut where he's in bushes and he's wearing gloves and you, you hear the trickster going through the window. And it's nothing the like the trailer. There's no Rob Zombie playing. It's quiet. And you hear the trickster it whispering. It is so good. It's great. It is so good. And like I don't understand the trailer. It makes it look so why, bad. Why didn't they use the first? The acting is great. Even the trickster. They like Even Siskel and Ebert say the trickster was cheesy and stupid when he comes no, on TV. The, the I'm like, dude, that was cool. The greatest cool. thing is when he breaks into the house and then... The trickster in the back of his mind goes, choose your weapon. And you see all these knives hanging up. Yeah, on a metal like yeah, magnet on, thing. Yeah, yeah. And, and he picks one. He goes, good choice. And he goes upstairs. It's just like a video game that, that you want. You want to be acknowledged in your video game. And then he starts stabbing this guy. And you hear the trickster laughing in the background. And he goes, now get a trophy. And the dude has a tattoo on his foot. Right, and then he saws off his fucking foot. And the thing is, is it's not what you definitely wouldn't expect from a movie in 1995. But also, we're watching four. this, going, "This is the game that he's playing. This I want to cool. play. This I want to play this game." I'm like, "Yeah, take the foot, take the foot, dude, dude. I would do dude, way dude, more, dude, dude, dude. <laughs> take his face." And then um, 
The next day, right, we get like the realization that he actually did it because the trickster comes through the door. And I think if I press this button. something that road the rain your mother told me play it michael or forget all this join your mother take your own life thought of it many times before. You could be with her forever. You started this and now you're afraid to finish it just like you're afraid of everything else. Of Kimberly, of Fromberg, of telling your father how sick you are being left alone all the time. Of your mother who abandoned you. I'm trying to help you, but you won't let me. So, honestly, though, in this movie... Hold on. We have to talk about oh, okay. T. Ryder Smith as the trickster. Oh, we do. So, here's the, the first thought I got from watching this movie, rented from Blockbuster. Do you remember when we were playing Vampire Masquerade and you, you made a character like the trickster? I did, because I was enamored by him. And you... I'm going to tell you why he... No, there's nothing wrong with that. No, why he... Like, I thought he was a cheesy character, but very we have cool. A, we have a he lot of... He has a great voice. We have a lot of nerdy people that listen to this, and they know exactly what we're talking and about. And he connected to me. I don't care what Siskel and Ebert said. They fucking hated him because they didn't understand. Now, I grew up watching... Um, what's that movie? Like, uh, Little Monsters. Yeah. With Fred Savage, and the monster in his bed was... Uh, uh, Howie Mandel. Okay. And now the trickster kind of looks almost, not identical, but very close to Howie Mandel as the monster underneath the bed or whatever in that movie, Little Monsters. Okay. And there's a whole other world underneath the bed. This is very similar to that. Well, let's get... And then you grow up yeah. and you get this horror movie that's almost similar to but, Little Monsters, but man. But let, let's get back to the seriousness of, of this movie is... Now his friend Budnick, but it's not Budnick, but it's kind of Budnick. Kyle, best buds forever. Yeah, and he's like, let me, borrow, let me borrow the game. Let me borrow the game. Let Fuck me you, this is my game. And, and We've all no, been through this. He tells him, well, I mean, no, that's your attitude when it comes <laughs> to fucking video games, Chrono Trigger, piece of shit. You can't play my Chrono Trigger. No, I, 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 uh, we've gotten into this on uh, Slime Rack, yeah. but... Uh, and he tells him, like, you don't want to get into this. Yeah, you don't. Because it's... You don't want none of this, Dewey Cox. Because uh, the the trickster, the, the brain scan entity is telling him that you have to finish it. It's not something you just start. 
and now you see uh, the news saying about the murder, you know, and that he's missing a foot and everything else. Right, and this is the next day after he comes out of the trance. I don't think it's, is it the next day? Yeah. Maybe it is. And then okay. He, like, he doesn't see the news. He kind of, like, scooters by because he's on, like, a little Vespa or something. And, and, he, like, and, he, and he, he puts sees, the, like crime scene tape. Yeah, and he does put the foot in the uh, freezer. No, because he sees the crime scene on his way home from school. Yeah, and, like Frank Langella's there, and he's Dude, like, "Do you remember you, the doggy scene though? The, the, when the, they're the, after the well, foot?" Frank Langella goes, "You got a reason to be here, kid." And he goes, "No, I, I just." Uh, uh, and then he rides off. And then he's like thinking about things. He's like, "Man, that looks identical to the house and stuff. Yeah. Like, this is weird." And then he he thinks about the foot, and you can hear Trickster's voice in his head. He opens up the freezer. Then you get the the soundtrack from old, which is that yeah, such a cool sound effect. Man, and, if you guys haven't ooh. checked out the soundtrack for this movie, it is worth checking out. Definitely. No, but the the way they use like because old is a band where they use like uh, like very technological sounds and sound waves and stuff. I would very weird band. I would it's compare not musically it. Sound, I would compare but. it to like if Nine Inch Nails and Moby got together. Because it's very like striking, ravey kind of music, but dark. Horror elemented kind yes. of. Yes. And there's kind of like Goblin in a way. A little bit, yeah. If it's like Not a, as good as Goblin, a but. Ramped up zombie music, yes. yeah. And, but when he opens that fridge and you see the foot and it's like. Duh, 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 yeah, it, it really it, hits. It shocks you. It hits you. It does. This it, It's this, not like a jump scare. It's different. This movie does not. It's like reality slapping you in the face. This movie actually does have a lot of things going for it, which you would not expect from a low budget movie. And this movie was very low budget. And I think that's what most I think reviewers what, did not touch on is like yes. the music placement and this is great. And even like the, the main score is done by George S. Clinton. The funk master himself. No, actually writes, that's a different guy. No, same dude. George S same dude, dude. Wrote like I heard George S. Clinton and George Clinton actually are not the same guy he's and not the they, funk master? No, they sue each other constantly. Are you sure? I am positive. You Googleized that? I Googleized that. You Googleized it. The guy, the reason why he used the S. Clinton is because George Clinton, P-Funk, all that stuff. George S. Clinton was doing um, Foley and other sound. Here I am thinking that, like, the I, funk So did I. Wrote the I greatest horror score of I all time. I too, and I don't have a wiener. I don't I, have a wiener. I swear to God, I thought the you same. You slip me the brain scan, I'll slip you the wiener. I swear to God, I this I only got a check. I don't take checks. I only take brain scans. Well, I don't have any cash. I don't have a wiener. And you hear to hear first, ladies and gentlemen, on the Night Party Podcast. So T. Ryder Smith, who plays a trickster, uh, he's been in bit parts and stuff like in shows and stuff like Blue Bloods and stuff like that. But he's done video game voices. He was throughout the Bioshock uh, video game playing voices. He was in like a couple Let's other things. Let's put it too. this way when he's like, that's right, Michael, you only have 24, uh, 24 minutes in order to complete this murder. And you might. His voice is that great. It's so good. His voice is great. Like, like I don't like how the trickster looks. I would have made him look different. Uh, I like how. The Mohawk is stupid. Just stop it. I like how he looks, but I think what would have been better, this is just me, is he should have looked like his first victim. 
You know, you know or, or like all his victim like sewn together or something. He's a great voice actor, like and it, it reminds me but, of but like, like when you games, see like, him like Legacy of Kane. They could have they could have just had him on the screen talking and it would have been better. That's originally what it was supposed to be. Like really? there's, there's a long interview that I read uh with T. Ryder Smith and about the whole trickster role and originally he thought it was just like a screen image of him and him talking. And so that's what he, he did. Because it is the best when you hear it like, Michael, that's right. You have 24 minutes in order to complete this murder, and you have zero uh, witnesses can happen. And and when you hear that, like... His it, voice is so much cooler when you're in the game when, when Michael is killing people. And he's behind you. Yes. He's, like, I don't right, know he's if in you, your head. I don't know if you watch this. Um, I haven't watched this in headphones, but I guarantee if they had a version of this where it it's in the back of the headphones it would be so much better dude they should create a game like this and this game i mean or this movie would work so well now i mean they get made games with like oculus it, like, and shit like that movie gamer and stuff with i like, think i think with Dexter oculus eh. this would be one of the most intense oh, games oh shit yes yeah but you you know they have this new thing going on with oculus where they put in a sound frequency where you actually can feel things by doing a sound frequency. So you can actually feel your hands like shivering or they're cold or they're warm. Like the brown note, you can poop. Kind of, yeah, <laughs> yeah. And it's all that new technology that, I mean, I guess we don't necessarily we do. understand. Let's, let's, ask, let's ask this question. Would you play a game where you get to murder somebody and it's so real? Yes. I you mean, would? I look. I would question it just like uh, Fur Dog. But you does. would. I'd be going. Okay, how real is this? <laughs> no, yeah, but it's, I can handle it. I would do it if just because game, I. Think, when you come out of a game and it shocks you the hell out of you, you're like, "Whoa, dude, that was." It's kind of like a, you when you wake up from a dream and you go, "Whoa, that I think, was I think real." I would play it because I think it would make me a better person after playing it. Going like, I never want to go down that road. So you're never gonna play the game again. I think I'd it's play like shock therapy. I think I'd play it and just like Eddie Fur Dog, I wouldn't let you borrow it. I'd be like, <laughs> "You can't, motherfucker." Let me borrow that shit. No, no, you can't. You can't. You Come can't. on, dude. I can get no, the level no, two. No, you no. You don't understand. It's not, it's not even that cool, man. It's not even that good. What, what does he say to him? Best he buds says forever, right? Best, Best buds, buds forever. Let's move on with this because it gets good. So um, after this, now the detectives come over because they saw him on his bike and they notice that he's burning... Um, things in his uh and he's like it's the middle of july why why is he burning things in yeah, his yeah for some stupid reason Verdog invites frank langela and another crony detective into his house yeah and and Verdog has already burned the foot because he got scared yeah and the shitty thing is is he's like why is there ashes in there well two things real quick is um you really wouldn't notice that he, his fire had to be really hot to burn all that bone. That was number two, I yeah, was going to say. And all that flesh and stuff, it would stink. Come on. Yeah. But uh, it's a movie. Let's move on from that. Well, if you film. had a barbecue and you did it. Different, it, yes. It wouldn't really be a thing. Unless but, they tested what you burnt there. Oh, yeah, he's. You yeah, exactly. But. I would have burnt it on the grill. Yeah, definitely. You can't burn a. Bones are really hard to burn. 
Right, you got to get rid of him. Um, and then now we have our trickster, and he comes in and describes himself. And so the the formatting of of trickster when he comes in, yeah, uh, he comes through the screen kind of like the the ring, yeah, you know, and like, uh, you know, the film critics they they fuck Cecil and Ebert, they hated it, they thought it was super cheesy, they did, but yet in the ring everyone was scared as fuck. Like in this, I get it. You're not scared of Trickster, but he comes through the screen. He like imbues he's, he's like a, into a, human, and I think yeah. it looks cool. And it still stands up because it's it's a video game. It stands up. I I think it's fine. It, it, the CG is not bad. Well, I'm not gonna say it's good. No, but it's fine. It's believable because he comes through the game, but or it comes through the TV screen. And when he comes through the TV screen. Of course, I'm thinking like, of course, it's all gonna be a game or a dream. Like, we get this. Is that's what's gonna be, right? So it's easily to oh, figure wait, out. Oh wait, 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 hold on. Thing. I think if I press this button, I, I think, press I think if I press button. this button, the button has been pressed. Now that I have your attention, please allow me to introduce myself. Oh shit, My that's the intro. Yeah, we probably shouldn't do that. That's the trailer. We'll yeah, that is the trailer. The trailer so sucks. let's not let's not do that. Uh, I mean, you know, let me just try to find these. Uh, what is it? Uh, anyway, all right, here we go. Oh, now there's Snad. So let's talk over the set. The set sucks. Why do you think the set? This bitch has got well, like. Let a, me give you a little tidbit information. Oh, okay. So director John Flynn, who directed Brandon. Okay, Smith, all right, all right. Uh, he did not get along with the fur dog. Oh, he said filming. he would like wouldn't wake up on time, and he was just like a piece of shit. Yeah. So I don't know if it was hair. He liked to masturbate a lot. He said uh, Eddie Furlong, who was 15 years old. Uh, he he couldn't act. By the way, he said he, he said he had to slap him awake every morning. And he goes, quote unquote, I don't want to get into knocking people around, but I was not a big Eddie Furlong fan. Oh, here we fan. go. By the way, Eddie Furlong with gray hair again. Fucker. Fucker. Why? What did you do? If I were you, I would address that question to myself. Okay, who killed that man? And what's happened? He's 15? He looks way older than 15. Okay, that love effect the, I, isn't I, bad. I love that, the music. I, I, I like it too. Great. By the way, your Vampire Masquerade character based off this guy was pretty cool. Please allow me to introduce myself. My name is Tristan. <gasps> and he does that bow. Dude, really cool. I actually think this guy's cool. Where were we? But then he gets all crazy, like, yeah. just like in, um, Little oh, Monsters. Oh, when he, when he, yeah. With, like, in Little Monsters, Harry Mandel goes like, oh, baseball cards, need him, got him, need him, got him, need him. He does the same shit in this. What? So you take responsibility. If he would How just, like, this... All right, hold on. Let's give it a chance. You invited me in. That's how it always works. Michael. Like it's happened a million times before. Don't you have anything good? And he plays Primus and loves it. Oh. Because he's throwing away all his Rob Zombie CDs. Never leave home without it. <laughs> the Crow CD. No. <laughs> <laughs> that would actually be better. Off of the charts. 
the top of your heart. He's gonna play Burn. <laughs> I wish. He plays Primus. Still great. It matches him. It matches At least he dance. dances to it. Yeah. Stop Stop it. I'm with him. Stop that. <laughs> yeah. Turn up Primus, please. The only people who listen to Primus are bass players. Oh, not you. No. <laughs> Fuck off. So you did it. Well, at least there is some kind of like the introduction to the I'm not gonna even say villain. What co-conspirator? I mean he's like Trickster's not a villain. He's not. And you're right. He is kind of a co-conspirator. He's he's fueling the fur dog to do these things, but he's and he's trapped. also his guide in a way. Yes. You know he's and not he's teaching him also. Now wrong or right, but even, also right. We didn't even talk about the love interest. Yes. Which is the next door neighbor girl who's throwing these parties. And he films her all the time, like very creepily. So I don't. No, know. no, no. Hold on. A little creepy. You think it's creepy? Now you gotta remember when you were 14, 15, you would have done the same. If I was technologically advanced and I had Igor, I'd be like, Igor, film the neighbor. No, you really <laughs> are. You yes, really, master, dude. If I were to come over, film those boobies. I was thirteen. You're fifteen. You're like, dude. The neighbor girl. Why is she trying on bras with her fucking window And looking open? at the window. She knows who's there. Yes. Creepy horror movie guy for dog. So, okay, nowadays it is very creepy. At the time, 94. It's pre-American Pie, too. This is not creepy. This is a girl knowing she's being filmed and she's looking like, ask me out. But the way Fur Dog puts it on, he does. Because he, he, I mean, he looks. And at remember her, later, he tries to look at her longingly, like he loves her. But it turns out, it's it it like looks like he's creepy. Now the Fur Dog has to eliminate all witnesses, including his best friend, at the end. Yes. So is, he has to wow. eliminate. Does he kill the? Uh, Kyle dies, but you don't see Kyle die. Yeah. No, you just see his necklace in the freezer. Yeah. They they jump cut um, to that. So he keeps playing the game over and over again because there's always a witness or something. Even the dog at one point, like a dog comes over and grabs he evidence. He has to erase footprints, you know, yeah. normal side quests that you got to do shit. Exactly. You know, just, and, and, and like they film it in real time, like eventually, you know, it's not game footage. Yeah. Not that there is any CG No, every time footage, he does murder shit, it's in this gamescape. Except but, for the Kyle. He's like, when you kill the witness, he goes, all right, I'll play the game. And he plays the disc, and he just goes to into the trance, and he wakes up, and he's like, well, who was it? Like, da-da-da, and he has to check his freezer yeah. or whatever, and he sees Kyle's necklace, best buds forever. So, apparently he gets stronger and stronger, and then the last one is going to be the girl that he's got a crush on because she saw him return. Yes. And it's during a huge party, and now he's like half trickster, half Mo, because he said he won't do it, but trickster imbues into him, like jumps yeah. inside of him, which is weird. Um, but I think they're trying to say that trickster is him, and they're also telling you that this is all a game. 
Yeah, it's it's very interesting. Um, and at the same time, how do you win this game? Like, say this whole thing is a game, right? And you're battling, you're you're killing people, but also you're battling the trickster. How do you win this game in the game? You know, I think it'd be like Skyrim, just beat the game and stop playing it. So, but like, do you do you fight trickster at the end eventually? I or something? I I really don't know. All I know is this: is that this movie starts out as a fucking great, great movie, and as it goes along, it becomes more cheesy, more. Che- Let's put it this way: from the start of the movie, but it is to- you are happy when he wakes up, and it's that first day where. The chick is next and to her neighbor, still, still like having a party, and, and he he's goes, sweaty. "Fuck you! Listen to this music." It's, yeah, it's it a great. Actually, it's a, is it's a good cool. ending. I feel it's a good, good that it is all. It's one of like it's one of those things where I hate movies where it's all just a dream or just a game. But or whatever. this one actually this works. This one actually works. It does work. Um, I do. I f- totally forgot about that. I think it and does. also he like Kyle comes over. He's like, "Dude, I've been ringing you for like forever. Where you been?" Yeah, I, 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 I will. I was happy to see Kyle. I, I was too. I, I do like the ending of this movie. Um, be better if it was Budnick, though. I'm just telling you and that Budnick should have stayed dead. The first act of this movie, when we see our first murder, take a trophy. If it would have stuck with that, yes, it, this movie would have been like Saw fucks off, fuck hostile. This movie was so brutal. Well, if it, because it, like, Saw took elements from this with the voice over. Yes. And, yes. dude, if it went that Saw That's route, what I'm holy saying. fuck, dude. I'm saying that this Just like movie- when I first saw Saw, dude, I clapped because I, I saw it on a ripped fucking two-disc computer fucking thing. And I watched I, yeah. it in low rent in I'm, a dark room. I'm, I'm, and when I when when the Saw dude gets up at the end, I clapped because I did not know. I had no fucking I, idea. I know. That Ooh. movie's... I'm telling you, this movie had the potential of being one of those movies, and I'm not saying it failed. I'm saying it set a template for other movies. Could it have been better? Of course. Is it a great movie? It's fucking fantastic. I like it, dude. What would you give it on the Evergreen Tomatoes meter? Because I'm I'm giving it a straight-up 82. Um, I would give it a... 77. 77. All right. So we're rocking around 79. And the only reason why it's a that 77. Means, that means it's certified fresh. Is because, like, it's a fun romp halfway what do you, through Okay, it. okay. The you, first parts of it is great. You're like, oh, man, this is going to be fucking awesome. And then it's it falls, not that awesome. It, yeah. It, you know, but it's still Fur Dog, so you're like, okay, but it's still a fun romp. So Fur Dog family. gives it a couple of points. Yes, absolutely. That's the why it's ending, seven. The ending Extra is seven. the ending. The real ending I like, but the false ending I really hate when he becomes like half trickster, or half yeah, him, stupid. and so dumb. And then there's certain points that it's just they like, tried to deal on that because like he has to kill the girl that he likes yeah and trickster is inside of him because she's monster. a witness and, and he's his skin is growing weird because he's half monster or whatever and it's dumb it would have been better if he became so obsessed with the game he yes. couldn't stop and and it made like an it, addiction 
Yeah, that would have made it really great, but they didn't really do that with this movie. Well, they didn't know about video game addiction at that time. That would have been a cool premise, too. Yes, it would have. It definitely would have been better than that. Um, like, And also, like, they could do it like he has to be a 100%er. You know, like he yeah, put down like, the game. Well, hold on, real quick. You always say this about me, like, Zach, you always play Skyrim. Because you want to do everything. You have to do 100%. I don't. I play for fun. No, you say about me. I know. And, and you're right. Like, I will play Mega Man and go all the way. I have to get and everything. why is that fun to you? Because it's not about fun. It's about there's a brain. There and lies the problem. Brain. Yes. There's a broken brain thing of my life is fucked up, so something needs to be perfect. I, and, whoa, and, dude. You just had a breakthrough. Honestly, so um, fuck, man. That fun conversation about wow. brain scan, dude. What do you think, fuck, man? Did I, we do it? I think we like came up with something here. I think dude. I think we did it. Yeah, and I think it like kind of helped you out, dude. You kind of realized some shit there. Well, I mean, I already got canceled this week. I mean, now I figured out some shit. Well, take this seriously, Zachary. Okay, Trickster. Where can we find you on uh, uh, for Hoodcast? Uh, Hoodcast AF Action Figure Podcast. If you Google Action Figure Podcast, we come right up. Uh, Aren't you number four? Uh, we're the number three podcast in America right now for action figure podcasting. We are the bad boys of toys, of anything action figure collecting. And look, even our Patreon, which is only $3, like we talk about way more other shit. And it's all fun. It's it's great. Uh, it's it's very avant-garde. Look, the only bad. toy... Think opening Anthony of toys. The only toy I'll ever play with is Lego, and I will tell you this. John Fallen's Hoodcast AF is a great podcast to listen to, even if you don't even fucking like collectibles. And if you haven't joined the club already, remember, for only $1 at patreon.com knifepartypod you could join the party. You get all this shit early and often. And from now on, all even the live reads, they're only going to be on the free feed, okay? So I love you very much. Thank you for listening. Obviously, fuck yeah, dude. Spread the word. And um, enjoy the fear. I think I need to return some videotapes. <laughs>